welcome. Step right in. Take a look around. I promise that no matter who you are, we've got something here for you. Think of any creature, any companion, any friend. We've got it. It's our business to provide to you our valued customer. Anything that you could possibly think of. Anything at all. So, think real hard. Because we've got all that and more here at Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. To the podcast. Enter two boys. Again. One dream. Sorry, two bit, boys against the world. Not just their world, but every world. Zach and Griffin, adventure capitalists. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huh? We're getting. We're trying. We're starting up. Um. Are, I believe at this point we're up to 16 side hustles. Why not feature films? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We're going to become a trailer. Zach and Griffin's multiversal trailer house. In a world. Eh? Yeah, real quick. Give me, let's do a, um, a couple. T- what's, yeah, give me, give me your best in a world. Okay. And I'll give you mine. <clears throat> I, uh, uh, side uh, thing. There's a, a very good movie called In a World. Um, oh, that's good. Where it's about a... Uh, 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 a female voice actor trying to get into the business in like the early nineties. Oh, nice! Um, and it's very, very good. Awesome. Um, you should watch it in a world. Anyway, <clears throat> hit, it, hit it, hit it, hit it. In a world. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna, ta- I'm gonna take mine. All right. <clears throat> All right. Don't be. Don't start until you're completely ready. In a world. That was pretty good. Now give me a this summer. Uh, hang on. Coming to movie theater near you this summer. It's Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. It's, it's pretty good. All right, yeah. Um, hmm. All right. <laughs> should we intro, I, I should lost, we intro I, the I, podcast I, now? I lost my steam. I lost my steam. All right, fantastic. Hey, everyone. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. I am Griffin. I am Zach, and we are here uh, with a- another gaggle uh-huh. uh, to to talk about to talk about with or to. Yeah. I don't know. Where there's I'm something. At there's actually something guys. I want to I want to discuss with you briefly, Zach, and it's something I thought about the other day. As we were, as I was editing uh, our last very successful Avatar episode, it's yes. that I, I remembered something that is like, you know, treating a podcast, especially one that's like ours, it's not like a narrative, that every episode is someone's first episode. So I think, like, I think we did a really good job of sort of, like, setting up who we are and sort of the goofs and the jokes that we do with our very good in a world bit. But, like, yeah. I think we should just, like, kind of revisit our roots and be like, what do we do? Here? What are we even doing here? You know? I mean... We, like... Yeah. 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 Like, we we have this... I think we need to... I, I think we should take the effort to, like, make make it a little more of a tactile experience because in the early days, you know, we talked so much about, like, you know, crashing in the break room and going down to the sub-levels. And I really want to, like... And, like, I know we're in the shop, like, every day. And I think we've kind of... Mm-hmm. We've been doing this for over a year now. We've become a little accustomed to it. But I think... We've become a bit complacent. Yeah. I think we should... I think we should do our best, for this episode especially, and maybe moving forward, to sort of paint a clearer sort of word picture for what we see every day here at the titular multiversal pet shop okay well, well would you like to, to i guess take it for a stroll um yeah and i'll uh, yeah i'll follow your lead my friend all right cool 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 yeah um maybe do a little role playing like i'm a like i'm okay. a new customer and okay yeah yeah I'll, let me... okay I, I think i can see where you're going with this okay okay okay, okay so... i'm ready for it okay cool. all right, all right. so uh doors open Oh, this place looks nice. Oh, why, why, hello, sir and or madam and or non-binary individual. How are you today? Hello, uh, proprietor of said store. I am fine. Fantastic. Let me show you my wares. <laughs> Damn it. Sorry. <laughs> 
No, really, we're gonna go take a a, a stroll through uh, the the buy your own lycanthropy exhibit. Oh. Um, it, yes, oh, the wares. Uh, uh, if you, if you will. Shit, that was good, Zach. Damn it, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> The bit is canceled because of how good that joke was. Oh, Shit. Thank you, my friend. Wowzers. All right, well, let's, I guess, just... <laughs> With that in mind, I guess let's get into oh, the meat of the episode. I got you real good That there. was really good. That was a well-crafted hey, joke. Hey, thanks, my friend. Yeah. Anyway, folks, I guess in sort of celebration of the uh, Wizard of the Coast's um, release... Uh, well, Wizard of the Coast and Critical Role's release of Explorer's Guide to Wide Ma- Wild Mount, which is a fantastic uh, new guidebook that is released for the realm of Wild Mount. Yes. And uh, there's a fantastic beast here, some critters that we've never been able to look at before until now. Yep, so we and are so- taking our first steps into the realm of Exandria. And uh, specifically upon the uh, the continent of Wild Mount. Of Wildmatt-ish. There's a lot of uh, very fun beasties. Though, to the uninitiated, uh, Wildmount is, I believe, in sort of like the northern reaches of the globe. I think it's like a sort of northwestern sort of region. I believe so, yes. But it's largely divided into two different sort of cultural nations. You have the Dwendalian Empire and the uh, Jorhasian Dynasty, which are very different places. And I believe most of the things we're talking about today are more from the Jorhas side of things. I'm pretty sure exclusively yeah. from the, the from the Korean dynasty, yeah. if you will. Because the, the Dwendalian Empire has a lot of like recognizable things from D and D and fantasy at large. You know, your your rocks and your your griffins. Griffins and Everything, anything out of the sun, you can usually find yeah, there. Your marrow, but in uh, in in Jorhas, you find some things that are a little uh, out of the ordinary, yeah, and that's yeah. where we're dwelling today. And uh, we are going to start off with a uh, a fan favorite, Moor Bounders, Moor Bounders, Moor Bounders. Yes, M O O R, like 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 a moor, a moor. Yeah. I mean, you could say more. It's I'm very picky about my pronunciation, though. Of the moor, <laughs> but that suggests that they're like part cow. So we're gonna go with more bounders, um, <laughs> like they are mooers. Yes, exactly. <laughs> there you go. It's very good. More bounders. The easiest comparison to draw is to a very large panther. They are feline in appearance, mostly. They are classified large, so you know a good solid like ten to twelve foot long from tail to tip of a panther the two unrecognizable or unfamiliar things about them first they have like tusks yeah basically that like stick out from you know behind the snout a little bit and curl up yeah kind of like back to toward their like like ram's horns almost kind of have the yeah a little bit and the second thing is the eyes which i want to say look like like a frog a frog or kind of a goat, too. Well, goats have, like, the weird square pupils. These are, like... Oh, man, it's like a... They're, 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 they're fucking weird, like... It's like, it's, like a, it's like a 2D Saturn, you know? Where you, like, if you're looking at the planet Saturn... Right, like, you got the, 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 the circle rings. with the sort of uh, uh, very yeah. long oval shape sort of yeah, bisecting. It's, it, it's weird, man. Yeah. But, hey, they're um, cool. Oh, they're super cool. Yes. Moorbounders are one of the many predators to stalk the marshlands and the muddy foothills of Jorhas. Moorbounders are known as dangerous killers to those who try to avoid them on their travels and as prized mounts for those willing to capture and train them. Capture might be a bit of a stretch, but uh, I don't think a beautiful creature like this can be captured. I think that it's like... Can um, only be befriended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Though the process of domesticating a moorbounder is fraught with peril, these creatures can become favored hunting companions and powerful war mounts. There you go. So, just out the gate, they are, um, they're faster than, like, your traditional mounts. They're faster than, like, horses and things like that. They also have just mad hops. Yes. They've got absolutely mad hops. They have a a 20-foot high jump. 
which is absurd. That is nearly like three of me. Yeah. No, sorry, that's over three of me. But yeah. Yeah. Talking about uh, last a couple episodes ago about the grungs. Mm-hmm. So if you cast jump on a Morbounder. Oh, man. That is a 60 foot vertical leap. That is six stories. Ooh, could you get, say, through the use of a fine greater steed, mm. could you get a Morbounder? I don't know. I think that would be up to a Jorhasian paladin I suppose. To, to try to piece together. Ooh, that'd be very good, though. It would be. Because um, then imagine long casting jump. jump on yourself. Because yeah, everyone knows that with, with fine steed and fine greater seed, anything ca- you know, that is casted on the uh, on the, the rider mm-hmm. also affects the steed. Indeed. Their long jump is also 40 feet, which is not nothing. <laughs> so triple that to 120. 120 feet. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Um, and that is with or without a running start, which is buck wild. So yeah, you cast jump. They're jumping almost half a football field. Mm-hmm. They could do mm-hmm. a standing jump if you cast jump on them. And I'll... just <sighs> and just slingshot across the, the, the field. Oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah, so those are kind of the two main features that they have uh, that, that one-up them over tr- your traditional mounts. Yes, yes, yes. Um, their, their speed and their leap. They're also quite strong. Um, they've got, you know, the the elongated tusks and the retractable claws. They they It says they have a vague resemblance to large hunting cats. Their muscular bodies are built for combat, granting them incredible prowess in leaping and running at, uh, and running at a speed that makes them dominant carnivores. Yeah, they, they dirty. Damn, um, they, their speed is 70 feet. Their speed is 70 feet. It's, it's 10 they're, faster than a, a horse. They're so fast. There is a variety, a variant, rather, called a bristled moorbounder, which in um, the uh, Looky Loo's book to Wildmount, that was bad. Looky Loo's um, book. To- <laughs> I was like, what's, a, what's an explorer? That's a Looky Loo. Uh, just a guy who likes to go around looking at places. No, I'm fine with it. All right. Looky Loo's. <laughs> Looky Loo's brochure to Wildmount. Brochures to, yeah, that's very good. Yeah. Or is it, or let's say in the fiction, it's the Traveler's brochure to Wild Mount. There you go. I like, there we go. I'm here for it. Bristled Moorbounders are described as a weird and deadly offshoot of your standard Moorbounder. They have rows of long, blade-like bristles covering their sleek body. The creature weaponizes these blades, using them to slash nearby creatures to ribbons. However, these blades make the bristled moorbounder less suitable as a mount. That's fair. Yeah, I wouldn't want, like, my junk getting... No, you would need, like, a really thick, up. like, blanket. Oh, a real good saddle, maybe. Yeah. Make it real ergonomic, you know. Don't want to mm-hmm. get saddle sores. But they are they are more resilient. They have more vitality. They're just as fast, just as hoppy but are significantly more deadly. All right. I want, like, a more bounder, like, polo league. Okay. You know, you know polo, like, when they're on the horse with the hammer? And you have to, <laughs> and you have to lean down and hit the ball? <laughs> Sorry, just, my brain flashed on the horse holding the hammer, which is obscene, but... <laughs> the horse is holding the hammer, yes. They have one weird muscular arm that sticks out the side of the horse <laughs> yeah, with a hammer. Oh God, like a fifth appendage <laughs> yeah. on the horse. Yeah, no, no. What but, sort of mutated ass horse polo are you watching? Uh, yeah, you know, it's a weird sort of channel that you it's, only get. It's on, uh, it's on, it's on the Ocho. Well, yeah, yeah, ESPN eight, the Ocho. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you only get that channel in the B try. It's a. It's very yeah. interesting. Anyway, um, so, but yeah, more no, bander polo. More bander polo would be so fast paced. And aggressive. And also, I think based on the like the length of these critters, you could probably fit like two or three riders on a moorbounder. And in the tales of you know the 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 long uh, uh, heralded tales of the mighty nine, I believe they could fit like three people on a moorbounder. So you would only have like two moorbounders per team, but like six players. Oh yeah, and it would be a contact sport. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I don't think the Moorbounders can be involved in it not be a contact sport. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, no, the Moorbounders kind of are padded up. You give them, like, battle cat armor. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Is there, like, a... I think there's two goals, too. I think there's, like, a, a ground-level goal 
and then an, uh, 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 like a Quidditch hoop sort of aerial goal. Ooh, to, to really because, pop up there. Because mm-hmm, if you've... If, if you've got more bounders, like you've got to play into the verticality of it. Yeah. Would they have um, more of like a like a like a was it Pele? Or, no, Pele is a soccer player. Highlight like with the weird like scoopy hand thing. <laughs> yes. I don't know. I think that maybe each rider on the more bounder has a sort of different implement um, striking instrument. Yeah. Like one person's got the polo horse hammer. Someone's got the Pele scoop. No, Pe- Pe- then, sorry, Pele was the soccer player. Highlight. That was the an game in, with the that was an hand. intentional goof, Zach. Uh, Rob, oh. roll with me. And oh, okay. Then a third person has a like lacrosse a lacrosse stick. stick. Hey, what the fuck? <laughs> so someone, so then maybe you can like hoard, like so the uh, man, I'm going off. So then oh, there's no, multiple balls in play as well, like, so that like maybe Quidditch. one person can kind of stow a a ball in the lacrosse stick. And, and if they kind get of hit real hard, then oh, you might lose it. Mm-hmm. So careful there. But then you can kind of combo with your own people while while like horse hammer guy is is you know trying to gain control of the ground ball. Mm-hmm. You and Pele scoop guy are are comboing to like lob the ball in the air, and then they Pele scoop it and and windmill it into the goal. Like there's so much to keep track of, and then like the yeah. lacrosse stick would be great for defense because you can oh, catch it, incoming balls. Like, but you can also hit people with it. Yeah, because it's a contact sport. It's a contact sport. Yeah, so like there's different like offense defense ratings for all the sticks. Oh, maybe I love we could this. Get, actually, maybe we could get this game on ESPN. ESPN <laughs> on whatever and, the Jorhasian equivalent of ESPN yeah, is. No, yes. And that's just live sports, really. Um, yeah. Can I can I confess something to you, Zach? Yeah. I do not know Always. what ESPN stands for. I don't either. Do I, I'll look it up. Let's look it up. We're going to look this up real quick. Because I was about to make a goof about, like, you know, EXPN for Jorhas, but I Ooh. realized I didn't know what any of the letters stood for. What I'm assuming the S is sports. ESPN stands for? And the N is probably Entertainment and Sports Programming Network. So... Yeah, can't really slot. I mean, ESPN would apply to Jorhas. Like, it's not like I mean, it's a USA I, I, specific thing or anything. Yeah, no, you could do it. It's like extreme sports programming network. Oh, oh yeah, it's like instead of ESPN two or eight or whatever, it's ESPN X. Yeah, ESPN X. There we go. Yeah, ESPN Jorhas. Extreme. <laughs> it's been a minute since we've gone off on like a good. Like, since I've been hyped about an, a creature a long, sport. A, a long-winded sports description. Because, like, my, my, my uh, like game designer brain just starts ticking. And, ah, mm-hmm. oh, that'd be really cool. Yeah, no, it'd be fucking rad. I love that. I'm oh, here you for You could, it. like, and there's no, it's not limited to, like, one, you know, like, you can mix and match who's writing on the more bounder. So, like, you could have two... I feel Pele like you have to guys. have like three more bounders per side, you know. To you think so? Inter- yeah, because then then that way you're not just watching like a one on one bout. Like, well, I was thinking got, like you, two you more, more bounders, bounders six yeah. players. So like two okay. more bounders per side. Okay, okay, yeah. I could get behind two maybe. Yeah. So so it'd be it'd be four more bounders, twelve fleshlings on the field. Yes. Yeah. Two nice. st- of each stick type per team. Yeah. And then you have two defenders who just have those big net guns. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's like very, like one of them. It's like it's like trying to like like a, an old like a Civil War cannon where someone shoots and the other person's like immediately up there to slot a new net into the yeah. shooter. <laughs> Claire, do it! <laughs> Damn, that'd be really cool. Uh, okay, what do we play- what do we call this sport? Is it just oh. more? Is it more ball? Oh no! Oh god! Ba- bounder ball. I think it's just more bound. More bound? I feel like that'd get confusing. I don't know. I mean, but like, I mean, it's the same thing. Like when you play football, you have a football. I, mm, I guess. Hmm. When you play more bound, you have more bounders. I don't know. I kind of dig. We'll, we'll, kinda, we'll workshop the name. We'll workshop. I'm in. The on, name. I'm in for bounder ball. Bound. Uh, we can go bounder ball. All right. Bounder ball. We did it. Mo- most things can be decided by adding just whatever one thing of it with ball at the end of it. Yeah, it's normally a, g- a good way to set to, 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 to pick it. Ball bounders. Ball bound. Oh God, yes, I'm here for it. It's all about ball bounders now. That's what happens when a a, a more bounder steps on your nuts as they become oh, a ball bounder. Ball bounders. 
Yeah. Does it does it evolve like that? That's the the, <laughs> the dark stone. <laughs> steps on your <laughs> That's how you get bristled more bounder. There you go. As soon as a more bounder steps on someone's nuts, there's just a flash of light, <laughs> and the more bounder starts transforming. Its hair grows into these thick spikes. Oh man. Oh, All right, more bounders. I'd love to. I'd love Are, to continue to play with you. But do we get two of the bristled more bounders just kind of going ham on the field, like, oh, like just wild not on cards? either? Well, like, 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 like bludgers. Yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah. just they just come and try to cause chaos by taking out the other crews. Oh man! So not only is this a contact sport, but it's potentially fatal. Oh yes, awesome. That tracks for sure, Haas. There we go. Oh. Sure, house is a dangerous land. Awesome, fantastic. So, more. Yeah, bounders. we have uh, we have more bounders. Uh, we have some fresh in from from the blasted plains of Jorhas. Uh, we've only got like three or four in right now, but they're all super friendly. No bristles mm-hmm. right now. But uh, Diana here has been, um, you know, named after the 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 champion. Yeah, she is, she is a big snuggler, mm-hmm. very voracious appetite. Yeah, once we find someone who's brave enough to let one of them step on their uh, someone uh, one of the more bounders step on his balls, we we can have a bristled um ready to go. <laughs> yeah. So but, uh, uh yeah, if you're interested, call us one at Hundred Pet Shop and we'll uh, get that get that process going. Absolutely moving on. Uh also from the wonderful badlands of Jorhas, we have the Horizon Back Tortoise. To give you a visual, the Horizon Back is a gargantuan tor- uh, a tortoise. Just oh. Really fucking big. Think dragon turtle sized. Um, dragon turtle. Dragon, dragon <laughs> Dude, turtle. Dude, what happens dragon when a dragonborn and a turtle have a child? Dragon you have a dragon turtle. turtle. Yeah. Damn, Whoa. that'd be rad as hell. You gotta work on that. <laughs> That's fresh as hell. That's fresh as hell. But it's a big turtle. It's uh, it's armored. And upon its shell uh, is built pretty much a small fort. Nice. So they, it is a mobile fortress that tend to... Uh, well, I guess let's read on, shall we? Yeah. Desolate badlands and soggy marshes are home to the ancient and massive horizon back to- uh, tortoises of eastern Winandir. Nearly 50 feet from no- nose to tail, and with a habit of remaining stationary for long periods, a horizon back tortoise is easy to mistake for a low hill at a distance. But when these impressive creatures rise to begin their march, the sight inspires fear and awe in equal parts. An omnivore of incredible size, these scavengers prefer to feed on dead vegetation, but make use of whatever edible matter they come across. I guess I'm really glad that these things aren't carnivorous. I mean, they're omnivorous, so they they would eat you if... Right, but I'm saying if they were just carnivorous... I think they'd be ruling the world. Oh, definitely. Because <laughs> that's a 50-foot turtle. You can't kill that. Yeah. It's real big. It's got crazy natural uh, armor. Yeah. I'm sure. Uh, it's, they're known as friends to the waste folk. Referred to as... Uh, I don't know how to pronounce this. It's a goblin, I'm assuming. Oh, hang on. I'm scrolling. Kinespaji. I'm scrolling. I want to take, take a crack at it. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, K-I-N-E-S-P-A-J-I. I'd, yeah, I'd say you did a pretty good... Kinespaji. There we go. By the goblins of the east. Yeah, these majestic and slow-moving beasts have long enjoyed a symbolic, uh, symbiotic sorry, relationship with the denizens of Shorhas. Horizon back tortoises provide mobile homesteads and can act as siege weapons in times of crisis. Um... I think what's important here, mm-hmm. what we can do is design our own MTV Cribs style Horizon Back Tortoise Clubhouse. Pimp my tortoise. <laughs> yeah, pimp my tortoise. What do you think? What would be in in your your tortoise fortress? Hmm, my 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 tortress. Now that oh, just sounds like a lady who likes to torture people. Oh damn it! All right, in my turtle fortress. Hmm. Do I have a, do I have a budget? Uh, say, uh, 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 you're you're on MTV. They 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 foot the bill here. Oh damn! Yeah, you've got Exhibit who comes out and um and and pimps this out for you. Oh shit! Yeah. What's up, Exhibit? Um, 
you know, exhibit from Shorehouse. Yeah, I don't want to do an an exhibit voice. That's fine. I'm not asking you to. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Definitely like a water slide. Cool. For for egress. Oh, definitely. Oh, Um, for egress. Gotcha. Yeah, not for like, well, entertainment and egress. Cool. There's like a lever you can pull, like a minecart track. So like one of it is spirals you back onto the tortoise, but then one yes. one lever oh, it, will it, it moves it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not primary egress, but it's the fun way. Are you often parked by like a lake? I think so. I think cool. I think the tortoise would be down for that. Cool. Um, they're amphibious, so it yeah. has it has options, and it can kind of cru- it can kind of chill in the lake. Um, oh, they do like, understand goblin too. So that's nice. oh nice. Um, I'm not a big like hot weather person. So so if I was in like the hot weather in like a marsh like where these tortoises are from, yeah. I would I would like to have some sort of like water feature nearby where I could cool mm-hmm. off in. Definitely a water slide. Cool. I was going to say bowling alley, but that's not that feels trite. Well, I mean, it's only the it's they're only about 50 feet long, so you got to keep it compact. It's so like a know. lane, but yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I'm I'm really focused on that water slide right now. I guess yeah. like a like a cool tower where I could cool. like you know, hop up in and like kind of like read books and just kind of look out upon everything that's going on down there. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you got to have like some some cobblestone walls with battlements so that you yeah. can uh, fend off uh, intruders. Some pots of boiling oil you can oh, pour definitely. on people, but not the tortoise. Yeah, you got to keep a tight lid on it until you need it to. Yeah, to some watchtowers, maybe like um, maybe like a couple ballista. Nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you know, part part business in the front, pleasure in the back. I like it. I like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So the water slide does go down the tortoise's tail. Oh, that's I would uh, not have it any other way, really. Mm-hmm. But like on the shoulders of the tortoise, like at the front ends of the shell, there are like two ballistas. Oh, cool. So I'm here the enemies, that. it's like, oh god, it's coming! But then anyone who's been trusted and invited onto the turtle fortress. Then it's just like, oh yeah, let's kick it and have like a it's like a it's like a a, a beach bar back here. Yeah. Rad. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. No, um. Well, I feel like you know pro- probably some sort of. I think I'd take it like the homey approach. Like have like a nice white picket fence around Ooh. like the the the, re- the the edge of the shell. Mm-hmm. You know, make it look homey. Um. Uh, bed would have to be some sort of large like hammock. So like if it's if it's moving, like, like it's it kind of it kind of gy- gyroscopes a bit. Yeah. You know, so that you kind of remain somewhat still. That's fair. Um, yeah. Uh, see, I, I think I'd go the other way instead of uh, water slide like off of one edge. Like if I end up parking by a lake, like have like a, a diving platform oh, that can and come off. That's also yeah, really like, good. Yeah, that or like a tire swing. So you can do some six stunts off the turtle. Oh, some six stunts off the turtle, definitely. Um, yeah, definitely some battlements. You know, you got to, but it's got to fit the the homey aesthetic. You know, it's yeah, like, it's kind of like stealth battlements where like it looks like a white picket fence, but it's actually like. Yeah, it looks like a steel. It looks like a basketball hoop attached to the garage, but then like it folds out, and then like a gout of arrows. Like it's like a like a a what what is it? A pepper box or whatever, where they they put all like stick all the arrows in. Oh, a a huacha. Sure, is that what it's called? Well, there's like a South Korean. I think it's South Korean. Like ancient, like um. Kind of like a primitive rocket launcher, where it's just this big box of tubes on a cart. Yeah, exactly. Load flaming like like rocket propelled arrows into. Yeah, with like fireworks on them, and then yeah, they... it's a it's a huacha. A huacha. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, thank you, MythBusters. The, yeah, there we go. Uh, I saw that on a uh, 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 Deadliest Warrior. Ah. Because that was that was a good show. If anyone yeah, yeah, remembers yeah. that one on Spike. Oh, Spike. On Spike. That was a channel that existed. Yeah, right. They don't have me. that in your house. Because remember when that they made a TV network that was uh, only marketed to men because that's what we needed? Yeah. Like, <laughs> the world wasn't for Facts. men already. We needed our own TV station. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I like Soapbox Zach. The f- Soapbox Zach, he's impudent and annoying. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyway, uh, no. that's Horizon Bank to- uh, tortoises, everyone. They're real rad. Um, oh. They are a little hard to... Um, keep on the premises. We have mm-hmm. some sort of outdoor pins. Um, that yeah, we've, we have we've set got up, like but... the entire Bermuda Triangle kind of at our disposal, and you know they they know where home is. So they'll come back 
at some point if we put but, out the sort of call and there's a buoy system in place yeah yeah then then we can we can bring him on back but yeah like as as infinitesimal and magnificent as the halls of our shop are we still only have like 12 foot ceilings in most yeah, places yeah so. we, we vaulted ceilings are expensive everyone yeah. um with every horizon back towards we do have um some discounts to a couple contractors we know mm-hmm to get your own sort of uh, mobile fortress started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's a payment plan with infrastructure and the, and the like. It's actually a couple, really A couple discounts depending on uh, uh, the what, what package you get. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Horizon Back Taurus is everyone. Come check them mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Only um, 100 good, pet shop. Good for, good for warmer environments, but also some of the chillier ones, you know. Oh, yeah, definitely. Jorhas has his hot days, it has his cold days. You never yeah. know. You never know. And so you have your giant... Tortoise to keep you warm. I've got by, my by tortoise you. to keep me warm. I'm, I'm thinking like you probably can't like unless you are of gargantuan size as well. This isn't really a cuddleable oh, uh, creature. Not. I mean, unless, but like, I would like to think that like maybe you could like like cover one of its kind of claw toes with a blanket, oh, yeah. and it could just like kind of doop like <laughs> just place the claw kind of around you. Yeah, that or you could just like like big spoon a claw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kind of lay or... on its forehead and just be like, "Yeah, mm, mm. I love you, tortoise." <laughs> yeah. But you have to say it in goblin so it knows what you're saying. Yeah, I love um, you in goblin. Just sounds like that's a pretty good uh, pronunciation, man. Uh, thank you. I've been working on it. Um, yeah, I, I, I liaison with the grumble people. Who gotcha. are mostly goblins, goblinoid. So yeah. um, I've been practicing my. I, my I do believe I think you need to speak a little more in the throat, but mm-hmm. I mean that's just you know a little note. Yeah, um, my my dialect is is bad, but yeah, hey, it's just practice. It's yeah, just I don't practice, have the practice. accent down. I still have that hey. Midwestern drawl. Oh man, oh man, oh the Midwest. Yikes. Anyway, 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 ad break time. I think it's time for you know what um, yeah just just a, a, taking a moment to appreciate the people who have um, sponsored our show in the past and um, we already have some kind of a, a rotation going in for some uh, some old old sponsors so uh, thank you to all who have sponsored in the past if you'd like to sponsor our show um, you can contact us at uh, either Pet Shop Cast on Twitter um, or you know our phone number is listed on screen now. Has this ever happened to you? My husband took our only steed out on his month-long poker retreat, and now I don't have a way to get to the market for fresh produce and cheeses. Now the children will only have bland tubers to eat. How will they grow big and strong while husband is away? What am I supposed to do? Or what about this? There was an evildoer escaping that I was in hasty pursuit of. But despite my God-granted semblance of authority, no one would let me commandeer their horse. I had to chase them on foot, like a peasant! Do you have any idea how foolish I looked? I got mud on my cape. My cape! And the evildoer escaped. Now I have to spend all my hard-earned coins on dry cleaning. Nothing could be worse than this. For eons, humble folk and heroes alike have found themselves in need of a steed. Alas, their geographical locale, or the heavy weight of poverty, makes that need impossible to fill. Well, no longer. Anything and everything can become your new rideable friend with the Animount. The Animount is a lightweight tote bag that folds out into a comfortable, stylish saddle that when placed upon any inanimate object, animates it into a loyal mount that can take you and your belongings anywhere. The saddle carefully analyzes the object, ensuring the magical limbs it grows are in the most efficient and tasteful spots for maximum speed and stability. Just hop on your new faithful steed and tell it where you'd like to go. It's as easy as riding a weird living bike. The Animount's patented planar positioning sigils ensure automated travel and 98.5% arrival accuracy. The Animount device comes in a variety of sizes, from pixies to giants. We've got you saddled. We offer a number of Animount packages for any budget. The Gotta Go system creates sturdy legs for those simple trips to the store. The Hydro Thunder system features additional aquatic adaptations for land and sea. The BFW system sprouts the most glorious of wings for unparalleled aerial freedom. 
And lastly, the Street Racer system for our more modern customers turns anything you wish into a fresh-to-death hoopty. Visit PetShopCast.com and use the promo code ZachRobIsHandsome to get 25% off your first of many orders. Got some place to be? Any mount, any time. Is there a difference between a turtle and a tortoise? Um, I have no idea. Google it. All tortoises are, in fact, turtles, but not all turtles are tortoises. tortoises. There we go. Squares and rectangles, baby. Squares and rectangles. Tortoises are exclusively land creatures, this says. But turtles are amphibious? Turtles would be amphibious. Mm. Unlike most sea turtles, they only take the land when they're laying eggs. Not all land turtles are tortoises either. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. There was also some anatomical differences, but pretty minor. Webbed feet, different different number of phalanges. It's kind of oh, like oh yeah, because like you know turtles have like the have like the 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 finny yeah the finny hands, and tortoises have like the claw, hands. the big toes, the big like, the like big toes, big big toes. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Are we back? I think we're... Oh, uh, hey, we're back. Oh, uh, we're, we're back, everyone. Hey, we hello. were just talking about the dif- differences between turtles and mm-hmm. tor- tortoises. Sorry. Someone on our produ- production team didn't turn the, the light on. I'm sorry, okay? Jeez. I'm, oh, was it you? I mean, it's... Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not mad. L- okay, Griffin, I, there's something I need to tell you. Uh, Okay. You know how sort of um, in like the frosted glass um, that uh, is on the side of our booth right here, mm-hmm. um, the sort of silhouettes you see um, that I told you were uh, the crew that make our show run. Yeah, we have like a seven-person crew. Yeah, they're cardboard cutouts. Uh, I just really wanted to bolster your confidence, and so I said that we had a full crew of people, but it's just it's just the two of us. What? I'm so, I'm sorry. But, I I, sh- I shouldn't but, have done that. But Roger. Yeah, no, um, yeah, he's 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 cut out. And Dave, uh, uh he's a uh, you know that Michael Jordan cut out from from Home Alone, Ugh. where he's like where he's like this. And Susanna, he's got the, yeah, no, that's Martha Stewart. And old Susanna, old Susanna's just older Mar- Martha Stewart. Like Dang. I've got like like pre like pre prison Martha Stewart, and then like post prison Martha Stewart. Dang, I know. Um, I'll make it up to you. Okay. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, cool. Awesome. So our next creature that we're here to talk about, everyone, um, are called Gloom Stalkers. Gloom Gloom Stalkers stalkers. are large shadow bats, essentially. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, They're a little little draconic, too. They are a little draconic. But, like, like very very bat-like, too. Yes. A Gloom Stalker is a terrifying winged predator resembling a wyvern composed of twisting shadow with glowing eyes and dagger-like teeth. Anytime one of these books describes something as having, like, dagger-like teeth or blade-like appendages or something like that, mm-hmm. I always picture it like like a full, like a real dagger. Like it's like just, with, it's just the sword sticking like, out like of Like, with the cross guard and the hilt and everything. Yeah, and see, it just, just looks silly. I always just think of Scyther. Scyther! Scyther! Sci Yes, and the the lesser enjoyed, Kabutops. Oh, Kabutops is great, though. He is. I don't know why people don't give him enough credit. Anyway. Kabutops is, like, probably top ten Pokemon for me. He's pretty cool. Yeah. He's a good dude. Definitely top five in the original 150. Oh, man, Kabutops. Or Kabutops. I'm a, I'm a Kabutops kind I'm of I'm a Kabutops. Which is weird, because I think I'm a Kabuto. I think I said really? Kabuto. I think I said Kabuto, but I say Kabutops. Oh man, yeah. See, I'm, I've always been a. Ka- uh, wait, wait, how do I might say Kabuto too? Actually, oh, I don't no. think about it. <laughs> oh shit! The things you don't think about when, like, you're you're you know, I didn't have Pokemon friends growing up, so. Well, it's weird because 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 that's Kabuto, but then uh, in Naruto, there's a character named Kabuto. Oh, I know. Interesting, and it's spelled the same way. 
So that's, that's weird. That's messed up. One of the weirdest things getting to like a part of my life where other people played like the Legend of Zelda games and things like that. I discovered I had completely different pronunciations for almost every creature in the Legend of Zelda. Yeah. Which was just weird. So anyway, sorry, Gloom Stalkers. Yeah, Gloom Stalkers. Yes, uh, big bat, dragon, shadow, things. Um, Nailed it. Yes, Shadows of Doom. Sorry, I'll do that in the movie trailer voice. Shadows of Doom. Doom. Yeah. Hailing from the cursed lands of the Shadowfell, these nightmarish creatures hunt the barons of that desolate plain, freezing prey in their tracks with their woeful shrieks before pulling them into the skies with their talons to be ripped apart and devoured. Damn. Damn indeed. (laughs) Damn indeed. So they like... Yeah, so I, I guess it's worth... It's been a while since we've talked about uh, wyverns. Yeah. But I think the main... That was in, our first episode, I think, were wyverns. Was it? I think it was our first episode of wyverns. Dang. The main like anatomical difference, at least in our understanding throughout uh, the, the guidebooks that we use and sort of the catalogs we have, the main difference between a wyvern and a dragon, outside mm-hmm. of like, in terms of just anatomically, dragons have four limbs and the wings sprouting off the back. Wyverns have the two rear legs, the hind legs, and then their forward appendages stretch out fully into wings. Like bats. Like bats. Yes. So to say that they, uh, yeah, they, they don't like scoop people up and cradle them as they fly away. No, they reach down and grab you by the shoulders like a, like a vulture and pull you into the air. Vultures actually are um, not hunters. They're, uh, 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 they're uh, what are they? they what was they, I thinking they, of? They're, they're, they're scavengers, yeah. You're thinking um, of, 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 of like your Like, your like a condor. Yeah, like a condor. No, is a, I think a condor. I don't know if a hunter is a hunter bird either. Fuck, man. I don't know. A You're death bird. You're a lot of scavenger birds. I'm just going to classify it as a co- talking about death birds. The, a, a, a raptor of sorts. Yeah. Yes. Harley Quinn's new movie, Death Birds. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yes. They come down, they scoop you up, and then they fly away. They are known as night, uh, they are night hunters. Gloomstalkers. Wait, sorry. For- can you give me that in a movie trailer voice? Night hunters. Thank you. Thank you. Their proclivity of darkness makes it extremely dangerous at night or in heavily shaded places where it can blend in with their shadowed surroundings. But more dangerous uh, than the lone hunter is a pack of gloom stalkers. Small packs of three to six are common. Larger packs of ten or more, called frenzies, are often harbingers of a greater evil yet to come. Frenzies is very a, good. A frenzy of gloom stalkers. Oh, that's real good. That's really good. That's hot. A, a frenzy of gloom stalkers riding through the night this summer. Shadows of doom. And then, lastly, they're known as <clears throat> yep. terror mounts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a little more breathy. That's okay. There's yeah, room fine. for that. Hey, you know, I, I figured I'd experiment. Um, yeah, yeah, now's the time. Hey, here we go. Now's <laughs> the time, now's the place. Gloomstalkers were employed by Arcanists and the followers of the Betrayer Gods as mounts in the ancient Battles of the Calamity. A respectable number of Gloomstalkers, now free of their burden, still hold hidden lairs scattered across the wastes of Jorhas. So the gods, the bad guy gods, ripped them from their pretty bad home already to use them as mounts. And then redeposited them back in Shorhas. Yep. Dang. Oh man, they're pretty fast on the ground too. They've got just a forty foot movement speed. Oh shit. But I like since they only have they don't have like front legs like they do like <laughs> like the they, like lean back on um, just like back ostriching legs. at you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they have an eighty foot fly speed. Uh, damn, they have dark vision up to two hundred and forty feet. Yeah, well, they're uh, they're from the they're Shadowfell. They, they so. are dark. They are darkness. They are. They vul- are darkness. They are vulnerable to radiant damage. Attracts. They have a shadow step. Oh, so they can shadow blink. They can shadow blink up to forty feet. That sucks. Uh, they can snatch. Oh, which people. means they can do that in the air too. They can do oh. it in the air. And then they have a snatch ability. 
of picking people up off the ground into yeah. the air. Because what's more effective than picking someone up and flying them really high than just letting them go? That's what a lot of death birds do. Yeah. No, have you ever seen... Uh, my? It's sad, but have you ever seen um, the video of, like, when like, there's, like, a mountain goat? Mm-hmm. And then, like, a bald eagle comes and just, like, picks, picks them up it a up. bit and lets it go, just lets it go. And it... Yeah, it sucks. And, it, and you're like, damn, nature, you scary. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. What's worse than nature is fantasy nature. Fantasy nature, yes. Oh, man, these things scare the shit out of me. Which, instead of a bald eagle flying down and picking up a mountain goat, it's a a darkness wyvern. Coming to... Picking you you up, up. stunning you with a horrifying shriek, and then teleporting you into the dark sky to have you plummet to your doom. Yeah, it, they, they're kind of like um, the fell beasts from, like, the uh, Middle Earth. Mm. The, the, the Nazgul ride. I'm there. Yep, okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah they're like, <laughs> yep, and yep, everyone's yep. like, oh, my ears, like, what do I do? Yeah, and yeah, then, there's some similarities they, there. And then they eat you. Right. Um, <laughs> but yes. Damn, uh, Glimstalker, you scary. Yeah, I don't want to come up with a game for them because they're scary. Yeah, I don't either. They're like, um, like the more bounders are kind of cute, mostly with those big dumb eyes. But yeah. like Gloomstalkers, also I don't think Gloomstalkers would be like willing to play a game. No, they wouldn't. Like, the they're, hunt they're, is the game. The hunt is the game. We look. We're, we're, we have. We've got eyes on some. If mm-hmm. anyone's interested, let us know. But we're gonna kind of let them do their thing for now. Yeah, part of part of a lot of our business model is is we don't necessarily have things on hand twenty four seven, but you know we ha- we know people in just about every universe that exists, and so we have people we can reach out to and begin that process. Yes, but for the yeah. more daring creatures like the Gloomstalkers, that requires kind of the right person. I mean, then like even like a more bounder, it's it's a yeah. You know, uh, we've encountered many creatures where like. We can point show you the way, mm-hmm. uh, but the the uh, the process of creating that bond when they're especially uh, terribly dangerous mm-hmm. is sort of uh, the challenge people seek. Like yeah, with, with with like with griffins, with wyverns, with mm-hmm. it's a yeah. So like you, we're not going to set that. you up for failure, but that is a you problem. That's a, that is a you problem. We're going to give yeah. you all the tools you need. Right, we're going to put you on the right step, get you on, on on a good foot forward, but like at the end of the day, that's it's, a huge I mean, problem. Yeah. And of course it's all about love. It's all about love. That's a different thing. Anyway, gloom anyway, stoppers, there they go. Yeah, um, hit us up if you want. <laughs> just, just, that's an uphill if you're, battle. If you're feeling brave. Yeah, or if you're, or if you're of a particularly, um... Uh, evil leaning alignments and you're yeah. looking for a nice uh, death bat we got you we got you death bat speaking of murder um, <laughs> there we go nice our I last creature on the docket for today is um, something that is brand new to me and I fell in love with it the minute I saw it we got an udak 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 an udak a-a-k udak I don't know I'm just gonna I'm just gonna start reading because it's one of those that like my physical description out the gate isn't gonna do it justice. Known commonly as the brutes of Jorhas, these enormous creatures resemble an immense demonic cross between an ox and a gorilla. Yeah, nice. they're uh, they're also classed uh, gargantuan, mm-hmm. so they're chunky. Oh, they're real big. They have that sort of um, ape-like walk where they have the two sort of big burly forearms that they will walk forward on i will point out it looks like they it has more than four limbs do it like i'm seeing sort of behind one of them what looks like a a fifth oh so maybe they have six they may have six limbs i think they might have six limbs but anyway continue anyway their skin is this like kind of purplish gray there is thick fur running along its back on its forearms of of a uh, dark brown with a little bit of white and gray in there as well just way too big of a mouth 
Like a really big oh, mouth. It's, it looks like if it opens its mouth all the way, like its head's like gonna like 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 fold. Yeah, like the like the, unfold all the way. Like the points of the mouth kind of stretch back on its skull too far to where the shoulders meet. Its yeah, head. so it can kind of like thinking like a you know like a like a how a python can kind of unhinge its jaw. It can just kind of do that. Oh, it also has four eyes. Yeah, four well, red. Deadly eyes. I will say the description says four sets of red eyes. That simply can't be true. Maybe in the text, maybe this is a, di- a different variant of an Udak. Yeah. But like with the picture that I'm looking at, I'm seeing four eyes. Either way, it's horrifying. And then it's got this kind of flattened kind of skull plate that extends over the brow and kind of down over forming the nose. This kind of like bony carapace that it's, that protects its eyes. Uh, it's scary. It's really big oh, and really so big. looks like it could kill you approximately eight different ways. More um, than that, yo. Udaks are solitary wanderers found mostly along the edges of settled lands in the barrens of eastern Wynandir. Though they often scavenge for food, a hungry Udak will attack almost any prey. It says here it's four sets of red eyes and its tangle of teeth and tusks striking fear into the heart of any living creature. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Originally brought to Exandria from the Abyss, Udaks lost their connection to that realm after the uh, divergence of Exandria and have roamed the world freely ever since. In recent years, the War Masters of the Kryn Dynasty, the current dynasty ruling Jorhas, they have developed arcane collars that can keep an Udak under control, and they have begun using these dread creatures in their war against the uh, Dwendalian Empire. So they do have demonic origins, bear that in mind, though their connection to the Abyss is, is, is long severed. Mm-hmm. What I think is curious here, and I, I'm wondering what the sort of lore implication behind this is, but they have a vulnerability to thunder. Yeah, I was wondering that myself. It's very interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure, because there's nothing really in the text here. Um, and I've not, I've not had the pleasure of personally interacting with one of these beautiful creatures. But I'm wondering if that just means, like... You know, they don't like loud noises like they would frighten from, like, going to a, a, you know, keep them away from, like, rock concerts. Or, I don't know. I don't know what the hook is there. It's interesting. But, yeah, they are incredibly strong. Like, dummy thick strong. They uh, have a, they're pretty fast, too. Just, like, the big lumbering gait. Oh, yeah. Just kind of smash through, charging forward at things. They can destroy cre- uh, objects and structures with their massive fists. And because of their size against, um, you know, certain size creatures, they can just straight up swallow them, fools. Just, just Vora sucker. Yikes. Yeah. And all of the struggles therein. Ugh. Yeah, they're they're big bastards. Like, we're in that situation again where, like, I don't have anything funny to say because I just admire them so much. Yeah, no, they're just really kind of cool and scary at the same mm-hmm. time. I want to see, like, it's that um, it's that comparison to an ox that I want to, like, delve into more. Like, I wish they had, like, or the one that's pictured. Maybe some of them do. But I want to see, like, the big, broad horns. Yeah. I, mean, I think it's more in the, I think it's just in the, 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 the fur. It's very... Yeah, the sort of... Thick, coarse fur and sort of the charging tendencies. Yes. (laughs) Oh God! It's like it's it's like smiling, sort of, in that in that. It's because it's happy to see you, Zach. It it worries me a little. It's happy to see you. (laughs) I will. I I must say on record that um, Zach and Griffin's multiversal pet shop does not uh, condone the use of magical arcane collars. On creatures, yeah. Uh, just want to throw that out there. If you want to set up a sort of process with us to to um, bring an udak into your life, that is going to be a multiple years long process where you and the udak aren't always going to be on the best foot. Yeah. But um, you know, as, as we say, there is an exception to every alignment, yeah. and you're just going to have to find dig deep for some patience. Begin that process of, of befriending, courting uh-huh. the Udak, if Bringing you will. Bringing many gifts. Mm-hmm. Mostly of food. Perhaps some fine toys. Oh, yeah. No, uh, made giant, from the bones of its enemies. Giant squeak toys, maybe. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, maybe see. not squeak toys because there's that thunder damage thing. That's fair. Yeah, but I mean, also, it, also, its teeth would puncture the squeaker too easy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. You need one of those, like you know how they make those like indestructible dog toys. Yeah, that like that are made of like a Kevlar. Oh yeah, we need one that's made of like like a lattice of like adamantine. Oh yeah, no, it, it's like like steel wool. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. There we go. But but adamantine. <laughs> adamantine wool. Oh, just picturing the sound of that makes me oh. really un un, un- <laughs> makes me very. No, like Jittery. it's like one stroke of it, and you just put a hole in whatever you're cleaning. <laughs> yeah, it's like you, you you weren't paying attention when you were doing like the 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 heavy dishes, and you yeah. grab the adamantine wool instead of the steel wool, and you like punch a hole through your rice cooker. Like and you're like, no shit, my mom bought me that rice cooker. Oh man, it's two hundred dollars. It's really expensive for it's a rice cooker. It's top of the line. It was top of the line. You could make like literally gallons of rice. Damn. Took like five minutes. It's great. Oh. Shit. Anyway. So Udax. Udax. Um, yeah, it's it's a process. Obviously, with all of our larger creatures, you're gonna need to have the space to accommodate it. Um, as well as sort of the um budget set aside for its uh dietary needs. Of course, of course. There are no known vaccinations for fiends. So you know, bonus points. <laughs> but bonus points. <laughs> I'm just saying like like I can't imagine a disease that could that could fell a fiend, you know? Yeah, that's fair. So you don't need to spend money on vaccinations as well. That's I'm good. Oh, okay, yeah. good, good, good. Yeah, I'm not saying no. I'm I not thought you were saying there's no vaccinations that like could get rid of being a fiend. No, I was like, no, I was like, how would that even work? <laughs> I'm not an anti-vaxer. There we go. Don't put don't put that stink on me. Oh man, well not anti-vaxer, anti-fiend. I mean, yeah, no. I mean, Mephistopheles would get pretty pretty upset with me. Yeah, no, go if on, that Beth. was the case. Oh boy, um, did I tell you I have another coffee date lined up? You didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another what? another sort of business chat. Well, uh, am I am I invited? You can. Like he didn't explicitly he didn't explicitly mention you, but like I'm normally the the contact with Meph. I'm sure he'd be fine oh, if you okay, if you came Meph, along though. See how it is. Well, look, well, he with the with the quarantine going on and everything, he just like was trying to like not get as many people out there. You know, I'm just going over to his place. Okay. It's fine. No, it's fine. No, exactly. Go hang you out. Go come, hang out with your new, to... new best friend, Mephistopheles. No, I'm. He's a business partner. Okay. We're he's business a... partners. We are business partners. Mephistopheles has stock in our company. Like, uh, why did I bring the bourbon out? I don't even like bourbon. No, you really don't. That's my bourbon. Uh, I'm sorry. That's okay. You can you can have the rest of it. Was it a gift from Meph? <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I'm always the first one to break on these bits. It makes me upset. Yeah, you're <laughs> so, so fucking funny. Stone Cold um, Zach Rob. All right, everyone. I think that's going to wrap us up on this episode of Zach and Griffin's A Multiversal Pet Shop. Of course, check us out on Twitter at Pet Shop Cast. Let us know any creatures you'd like us to look at. Any suggestions. Any, uh, I guess, special uh, needs maybe you're looking for for yourself and your family. Um, mm-hmm. And we'll uh, uh, curate a, a, a perfect list uh, for you to mull over. Maybe you have a friend who's in a, a different living situation or you want to do something nice for them. Tell us a little bit about them. We'll sort of play matchmaker. Also, if you have a and d character that you think could uh, uh, use some animal companionship or some creature companionship in their life, send us a DM. Tell us about them. Give us a little bit of info. And we'll, we'll set you up, up with a list and also a very generous discount of 10%. There we go. You're welcome. Yeah. That's you're a welcome. gift from us to you. Anyway, yes. um, of course, check out any other shows on the Ghost Light Media Network. Ow! Ow! <laughs> you can do that better than I can, I think. Ow! Yeah. Hey, thanks. Ow! I can't, I can't just like, I don't, I don't get the uh, right it, stink it's on some, it. It's something in like a weird like throat click you gotta do. Mm-hmm, I, don't mm-hmm. I don't have it. You can do that good crow sound. So there you go. Ah! There you go. It's very good. All right. Anyway. Thank you, everyone, for listening. It's been a pleasure uh, having you here today. I have been Griffin. I've been Zach. And just remember, 
At the end of the day, it's all about love, baby. Baby. This summer, it's all about love, baby. Coming to you live, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. do do Smash cut. Christopher Nolan chime. Thank you all for listening to episode 37 of Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. If you enjoyed the show, consider leaving us a review or telling a friend about us. You can find us as part of the Ghostlight Media Network over at ghostlightmedia.net or on Twitter at Pet Shop Cast. On our website, you can find links to our merch store and Patreon page, which helps support all of the Ghostlight Media properties and all of the amazing people who create them. Speaking of which, thank you to our patrons Carlin, Shogun, and Brayden for their continued support. We'd like to thank Nikki Does Puzzles for making our theme song. You can find her SoundCloud at Nikki Does Puzzles or Tuttle underscore Trouble on Twitter. We'd also like to thank our friend Rin for voicing the ads you hear on the show today, as well as Nikki Tuttle. You can find Rin on Twitter at Rin underscore Moran and on the Imprinted Echoes podcast as part of Ghostlight Media. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Until then, check in with your friends, wash your hands, and hope this all blows over soon so we can get Critical Roll back. Okay, bye! This has been a Ghost Light Media production.